It's another Panthers post-game podcast here at the Motor Point Arena after a 4-2 victory over the Dundee Stars. I'm John O'Bollard. I'm joined, as usual, by Ken Feast. Hello. Dan Green. Hello. And from the BBC, Chris Gadsby. Hello. So, a very, very different game. And I said that to Corey in his interview, a very different game to yesterday, to which he completely agreed. But the result the same, a win. And a win is a win is a win. Four points on a double-header weekend. Can't ask for more than that. And a bit of confidence as well going into next weekend against the Sheffield Steelers. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, Dan, a controversial incident in the third period that I want to talk about. The goal given to the Dundee Stars, then wiped out on review. Spoke to Jeff Mason about it in his interview. He says he felt it was a, it was a goal because it crossed the line. He probably saw the same footage as what we saw with the puck across the line, but it appears that it was called because the whistle had gone calling it a goal before it actually clearly crossed the line. Yeah, I think it obviously did cross the line. You could see that, uh, and the Stars, you know, thought it scored a goal. But yeah, obviously we can't tell, or I certainly couldn't tell when the whistle did go. It was a bit of a melee around the net, and we said it was a strange one because the official behind the net who can see the puck obviously doesn't blow the whistle because he can see it's going in, but the official on the blue line who can't see anything obviously blew it. But um, yeah, the whistle went, they obviously checked it out and no goal. So yeah, obviously I think Dundee will feel, you know, they were winning, then they were losing. They think they're back in it. You know, they were six minutes away from potentially getting at least a point, if not more, and then kind of get snatched from them. So yes, I can see very valiant effort from them. I can see why they were maybe a little bit annoyed at that one. I mean, Chris, you said to me as we was coming down here that you was the only person in the media box to call it as no goal. Yes, it was. Yeah, uh, Chris Ellis and uh, Colin Hazeldine from the BBC both said that, uh, that that was a goal. I said it wasn't. Um, so again, similar situation when you hear the whistle, we had quite a good view of it. The initial puck not over the line. It then gets kind of scooped back out, hits the back of Jones's leg and goes back in again. All kind of, you know, a huge uh, melee for it. But yeah, the, uh, the whistle had gone. Interestingly, the thing that I noted is that the goal judge didn't put his light on from behind that goal as well. Yes. Um, let's look at the game as a, as a whole. First period, Panthers came out flying. Yeah, for the first kind of five minutes, it was kind of what we thought on commentary. Panthers in the ascendancy, lots of chances, forcing their goal into big saves. But I felt as the period wore on, the Stars kind of got their footing, got back into it. The period ended very evenly. And then it was almost the same in the second. I thought, you know, Panthers take the lead and you think again they're going to push on and the Stars peg them back. And it was I was really impressed with the Stars. I thought they offered a lot going forward. You know, Svensson made some good saves, but he wasn't absolutely peppered. It was it was fairly even. And then, um, obviously, Panthers get it done at the end. I mean, Ken, there were some good players in that Dundee team, Bariga and Sanch, a couple of them. And uh, they both play very well tonight. Yeah, they, you know, they're, they're a dangerous side. I think this is the thing about this league. There's any, any team on any given day can beat any other team. I think we've seen that demonstrated more than once this year. And you, you can't just take the afternoon off and say, oh, yeah, big win against the Cardiff Devils last night. And then Dundee Stars come in and, you know, it's, it's not, it's not going to be an easy afternoon. You've got to work, work hard all, you know, you've got to work hard for every single point. And then Panthers taking away in the third period, three unanswered goals. Apart from the one that wasn't given, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so they 
as you said, Lightning Start scored first, which has, has been very important for them so far this season. Um, you said three unanswered goals in the uh, in the third period, game-winning goal to uh, Izatsky as well. Uh, you know, he's had a really good start to his Panthers career. Matthew Myers getting one on his uh, 1100th Elite League game, which uh, Corey Nielsen was full of praise for for Matthew and his uh, his entire career. Um, in my interview with him, but yeah, I think Panthers in the end just uh, were able to just you know, have that bit of extra fitness level, just keep it going a bit. And once they got the noses in front, other than uh, you know, Dundee almost getting it back, they uh, really let them back in. I mean, only three goals conceded all weekend. Yeah, and, and that's another thing, isn't it? We, we've scored goals, seven goals scored, just the three conceded. And I think it's just what the team needed after last weekend in Belfast. If, if you score goals and your netminder gives you a chance to win the game at all the games, you, you, you've, that is, that's, the, that's, that's the name of it, isn't it? Mm. You've, got to, you've got to be scoring goals, producing, and that's what our forwards have done well this weekend. And then Jones has been very, very solid in net, and that's given us the chance to win those four points. I mean, another player to, to pick out, Jakub Izatsky, it was his first two games. And Chris, you mentioned it uh, earlier, but it, it was a very good week f- weekend for him. He got an assist last night, goal tonight, and he seems exactly what the Panthers need. Yes, he does. Uh, skates fast. I mean, Corey told me um, in yesterday's interview, he says he thinks that's the first time this season he's seen one of the Panthers actually go round a defender with speed down the <laughs> wing and get round the bend, which uh, kind of tells you uh, all about Corey's philosophy and uh, and how he wants his team to play. But yeah, very strong, uh, very strong opening uh, weekend for him. Yeah, Dan, we mentioned him a lot in commentary, but he seems to have settled right in as well. Yeah, it seems that way. Obviously, you know, speaks uh, speaks very good English, which obviously helps. And um, he played with Stephen Anderson, so that helps as well. And it just seems like him and Levy have a little bit of chemistry straight away. You know, he's that big body, physical, we'll say we talked about it, where he allows Levy to make those plays and skate, you know, skate a lot more where he can kind of do a bit of the dirt to it. But yeah, you know, game winner tonight, assist yesterday, point a game. And yeah, if he keeps that up, he'll be a firm fan favourite. One other thing that I do want to bring out is a fantastic save by Anton Svensson from Mike Hammond in the second period. A pass across. Hammond fires it towards the corner and uh, <laughs> it's just a phenomenal glove save. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I possibly um, when that happened, I probably had my head down like I, like I did when um, <laughs> I, was, I was queuing up the fan cam for the dance cam. And, and, you, and what did you do? Well, basically, basically, I'll talk you through what happened. We're, we're coming up with an idea for the, for the for block 15 against block five, doing a dance cam face off. And I'm queuing up some music, got my head down, looking at the computer. And all of a sudden, one of the guys in my ears, obviously in communication with the guys who play this stuff on the screen, chat starts going, goal. It was, yeah, definitely a goal. I said, what, a goal? And, I, and, and literally, without looking up or doing anything, I pressed the goal celebration music and then like looked up and I was like this this doesn't feel like a normal and then realized I was like just a, a complete brain meltdown so I apologize to anybody that uh, was affected by that incident but right now I think it's time to go over to Chris for his homework <laughs> from the game so and, and, and tonight should be yet more confirmation yeah. of what I was asking you on the stats. Yes, it's it's it's, it's the stats corner with the BBC's Chris Gadsby. 
Yeah, so for anyone who hasn't listened to yesterday's post-game podcast, firstly, why? Um, and secondly, Ken asked me, um, if Panthers score first, how many games do they win against how many when they concede first? So, I uh, yes, I was set some homework for my uh, Sunday morning. Um, so 52 games Panthers have played so far this season. 24 times they have scored first and I've won 15 of those games. That includes tonight um, and lost just nine. When they have conceded first, they've done that 28 times and I've won just seven, lost 21 when conceding first. Does that answer your question? It does. and It, it, it kind of emphasises what I suspected, which is how important that first goal is for the confidence of this side and how important it is to set the tone early in the game uh, as it was last night. And as we go into the playoff run, that'll be really, really interesting. Yeah, I'm going to keep that going. Yeah. I'll keep I'll keep that tally going throughout the rest of the season. Something to look forward to every week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just getting some more viewers. <laughs> before, before, before we finish, a uh, quick look ahead to the next game here, the next game for the Panthers. It's against the Sheffield Steelers. They're on the downers a little bit at the moment, and they're going to come in here. It's probably going to be another sellout crowd. Panthers, a bit of confidence from a couple of wins. I mean, you can never tell in these big rivalry games, but it, it, it actually now is a massive game for both sides now. Yeah, I think so. Panthers will want to keep their run of form going. You know, they'll probably have maybe Adam Brady, Jeremy Welsh could, could both potentially be back in the lineup, which would be, be massive for them. Steelers obviously had, you know, some bad results, a few guys in and out of the lineup with injury sickness. Um, so, you know, hopefully both teams back at full strength for next weekend and it'll be a real kind of barn burner, like you said, Great atmosphere, sold-out crowd, and they're almost meeting in the middle. Steelers have maybe cooled off a bit. We're heating up a little bit. So I think it will be like they always are, fast, intense game. So it should be a good one. Yeah, Panthers just need to come out in the first period, as they have done in both games this weekend, and really kind of try and take it to the Steelers because they, uh, you know, I mean, Cardiff had no answer in the first kind of seven minutes or so yesterday. Panthers did well again against Dundee today. And if they can do that, as you said, you know, Sheffield on a bad run of form, fan base, well, some areas of the fan base uh, wanting changes as, as well. So you know, it's almost a great time for Panthers to play Sheffield coming straight off this, you know, terrific four point weekend for them. Big, big, big week of preparation for you. Um, yeah, I'm just going to make sure I press the right button at the right time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, look at it this way. It's a good job you did it this week, isn't it? <laughs> Not next I'm week. Waiting yeah, for yeah. The 90s classics to come out. That's what I'm waiting for. We, you can. You just got to dial them up. You just got to dial them up. Very, very quickly. The vault. It was one yes. tonight. It was yeah. It was Archie Hazeldine number twenty one with the code two one two one, and um, Ali, I think it was who, who unlocked the vault, was absolutely beside herself with absolute joy at winning a thousand pounds. You would be, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. What a, yeah, a great, great conclusion to the first vault game, really. Yeah. So. And as of that will be starting again on Saturday, I presume. I believe so. Don't quote me on that because okay. um, it's. it's, it's people higher up the chain that make these kind of decisions. But I hope it's back. Yeah. So I thought it was a really engaging competition. Yeah. So buy your tickets and find out if the vault is back on Saturday. I think we'll call it a night there. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. To Ken, to Chris and to Dan, thank you so much. And we'll speak to you again in the week for a pre-game podcast. And then we'll be back with the post-game podcast after next week's game against Sheffield. But I hope you enjoyed the weekend. We certainly have. And we'll see you next week.